This is the Spraymakers Podcast, where Chris Rossi and Trent Finlayson dive deep into the world of slalom water skiing. Planning may not sound like the most riveting of topics, but it will pay dividends to your ski season. Listen and find out how. But here's where most people falter is they, you know, um, there's a, I'll, I'll lean on a, on a, on a on a quote or a lyric from a song, they, they don't, they don't plan to fail. They, they'd fail to plan. Right. Um, Ooh, so yeah. Knowledge it, by uh, Trent. So here's the deal. So, so I'll just to get this thing started, I'm, I'll reflect on, on one of, you know, I was going to say one of the seasons where I failed to plan, but actually there was a, there was a big chunk of seasons where I think the reason why I didn't come up with a concrete plan and, and it was our, it, it, people are already doing this and, and, and I know you were doing it. You, you did it really well, but I, I think I, I would fail to plan because I didn't want that pressure. You know, I was just going to, I was just going to ski good and go forward. I, I mean, I remember seasons where I would write down, you know, my goal for this season is to win an event. Like what the hell, what does that even mean? Win an event, win what event, win wh- which event, where, when, you know, what, what event do I really have a, you know, do I have a chance to, at win? Like just such a, just such a, such a baseless plan. Right. And, and how, and so, so if your goal is to win an event this season. How are you, how are you going to get there? So, you know, the, and, th- and then go on the opposite end of the coin, like we'll go the 2014 season that, that, that season, you know, I, I, the, I had finished the previous season skiing very well. Um, and then that whole, that summer was going to be about me getting the, you know, the, the open record for, for, for Canada. Um, and, and so I mapped it out. I started right from the beginning. Like, so here's, you know, where are the, where's my best opportunity to, to break this? Okay. It's going to be in the fall. Cause that's when, you know, the, there's a lot of record tournaments and, and that's when I'm going to be skiing my best. Um, so I mapped out the whole thing. Like, here's where I'm going to peak. Okay. Then on, on the way to these fall events, there's going to be tournament A, B and C where I also want to peak. And, and I just, I mapped out, um, a flow into the first event and, and, you know, allowed for a lull in between and we'll, we'll, we'll get to that. But, but my point being is, is I, I didn't leave anything for chance. And, and in my mind, just because of that, there's no way I wasn't going to get that record. So where do you start? Where do you start? So we haven't even, you know, even if hopefully you're not even on the water yet, when you're hearing this, you're just about to, where, where, where do you start? Like, how do you, where do you, how do you put pen to paper on this thing um, from your experience, Rossi? Wow. Wow. You just laid out a lot of knowledge there. And I think people should uh, maybe rewind and, and listen to that again. Cause I mean, the game plan is important when you don't have the game plan. It's a, uh, it's a recipe for disaster. I can, I can share my own personal deal with that. I mean, last year I came off the shelf and did a, did a, uh, testing trip to Florida real early in the year. Uh, first day took it easy. Second day, you know, just had a lot of things going on with people in the boat and, and a lot of stoke for those first sets and tweaked my arm, uh, went way shorter than I should have, uh, and things like that. So tweaked my arm. Then I come home, you know, I'm doing therapy on my arm, start skiing at home. Then my back hurts, you know, start doing, you know, and, and da, 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 da. So basically like last season was one of my least favorite seasons for skiing, just because I was battling through things. Uh, and if you're battling through injury, how are you going to peak perform? You know, so anyway, I'm, I'm, I'm signing back up. I I made a mistake. I got cocky. Uh, we all do. And now I'm back in the focus room. So, you know, I think the most important thing when you're trying to lay this out, I mean, we've been trying to talk, how much have we talked about on the water yet this season, 
right? We really haven't. I mean, we did a little bit of just discussion on in an episode two about what it was going to feel like to make our first cuts. But I mean, ultimately, we're trying to lay this out for you. So game planning and goal setting are really important. I think that that's what that's what motivates you when it motivates you when you don't want to ski mentally, but physically you're strong. It um, it keeps you on target. It helps you not to get distracted. So goal setting, though, is a really thing. What you stated, win an event. I mean, what does that mean? Does that mean you're going to win a, your local class C event, uh, three round tournament that you skied? Are you going to win the worlds? Are you going to win whatever? And, and I think that's the thing that people do. And they put out these, they put out these goals that are, you know, they're the, maybe the ultimate goal, but you know, you, Mm -hmm. if you don't have wins, if you don't have wins along the way, then your ultimate goal starts to feel so far away that, that, that you then lose track of that. So then you lose track of your focus on your own skiing and you lose track of, of what, what are the keys that are going to help you to succeed? So, you know, my, my suggestion has always been, uh, set a lot of small attainable goals, like, Mm -hmm. you know, and, and then, so, so set obtainable goals, set, you know, this year goals, that are, that are both, uh, like I said, obtainable. And then ones that we want to reach for, strive for, we're willing to sacrifice for. And then I want a three-year, I want a three-year set of goals and I want a set of five-year goals so that, you know, as we, as we work this ladder and those can, those can change. You can evaluate them, uh, as the year goes and not as the year goes, but I like to do it, like set them at the beginning, reevaluate after the season. How well did I do it at, at achieving my goals? And how do I need to rethink this so that I can set myself up for future success? Yep. You know, that's, that's kind of where I'm going with it. How about you? Yeah. Yeah. So this is the time of year. So, so step one, <clears throat> excuse me, you have to have a look at, at what, what is the upcoming season? So for, for right now, we're going to, you know, we're going to concentrate more on, on tournament skiers. This is absolutely applicable um, to people that do not ski tournaments and, and, and we'll kind of spread that, you know, along as we go. But Step one, what does this season look like for you? So, um, you know, what are, what are your majors, if you will? So that's maybe your major, you know, your major event is regionals, or maybe your major event is, is under 21 worlds, elite worlds, whatever, wherever, wherever, you know, whatever happens to be that season, but map out, first of all, your, your majors, like, where is it that you, where and when do you want to slash need to be skiing your best? So if that's three different events, four different events, whatever. So, you know, first thing is, is just, it can be really simple, but put it down on paper. This is when I, where I need to be peaking. Um, you don't just peak all the time, then, bro. <laughs> just red line. I thought every day's a, Yeah. It's always a red line. <laughs> That's a sustainable path, bro. <laughs> so step, step one, you know, the where and when, and then, and then you just, you know, a little side mark beside each of those events. What, what, what's your goal for that event? You know, is it, I want to, you know, make sure one that I, I make it through the first round Two, I want to, you know, it, it, it can be a, <clears throat> you know, on, on a major event is usually going to be your goal is going to be more placement in the end. And it's, and it's okay to, it's okay to put that. I mean, if it's, you know, I want to be in the top 10 at regionals this year, that's a great goal, you know, and, and, and you can be that specific with, with it. Um, and then from, from there, then you can just take one step broader Um <clears throat> you know, what are my, I like to, then I like to encourage my people to set two goals outside of your tournaments. One being, um, quantitative, one being qualitative, meaning, okay, this year, you know, in practice, we're going to go quantitative. I, I want to, I want my 32 off to be 
you know, 95%. That's, that's a pass that if it's not a hundred percent, it's, it's a, you know, it's a strange day that I miss it. Um, so if it's, I want my 32 offs to be consistent. I want my practice scores. I want to start, you know, figuring out that 35 off. I want to start seeing twos and threes and fours, giving myself, you know, propping myself up to run it within the next two seasons or, or whatever that happens to be. And then I also want to do a qualitative goal. So this year, you know, I, my number one goal is to have consistent, you know, um, glide speed on my gate turn in or, or whatever it happens to be. I want to consistently find stack. You, you need to have a, a, a quantitative and a qualitative goal um, and, and understanding, you know, like we talked about in previous episodes that one is going to lend itself to the next. Um, and for me, like just knowing when in the season I need to peak. So let's just say, um, you know, August, let's just say August is, is my big event. Let's say the nationals, I want to be peaking at the nationals. In July, it just takes away all the stress because I know that I still have four weeks or five weeks and you can let the season, you know, be a, a, a you can be more accountable for, for where you are in the season. It is so easy to get stressed out seven weeks into the term, into the, into the ski season when, man, I'm not even running what I ran last year. And it's like, well, hold on. Like, let's just look at your goals, right? Like, how are you doing on your, on your qualitative goals? How is your, how's your stack or your gate? you know, your gate turn in like, or whatever it was that you stated needed to be better this season. Uh, it's just a way of, it's a way of relieving pressure in my opinion. You, you know, it's instead of just gunning through the whole season and, you know, and, and just hoping for the best, you can, you can take a really calculated approach if you set it up from the onset. I feel like I'm in a, I feel like I'm in a lecture at Harvard from uh, professor Trent <laughs> right now, by the way, um, you know, be, because just because of the, the matter of fact way you talk about it, and it really is that simple. Um, I don't always prescribe exactly to the same way that you that you that you're out there, you know, kind of talking about it. But I I actually think that it's it's a it's a it's the way to go. It's the most it's it's gonna it's gonna put you on the right path. That's that's my opinion. You know, I, a lot of times I'll get into a, uh, a lot of my mid season stuff. Is I go down the line every day, and I'm you know I'm trying to figure out what I want to do at 41 and how to how to yeah. better ski it. And you know, as I look at it, if I looked at my scores, yes, they're slightly going up day after day. You know, I might be up, might be down a little bit. I get a I get a lot of different uh, weather weather situations. So you know, you're trying to make the most of those. So, you know, I ski at two o'clock, you know, every day. We talked about this last season a little bit, but I, I, you know, I, I ski every day in the afternoon. That's, that's when my crew skis, this crew that I'm lucky enough to ski with Parsons and Jeff Milford's and, and those guys. So, you know, when I can go out there and ski with these guys, I'm, I've got to be ready to go. And so every day kind of, I is a little bit different. I might view it, you know, we've got a strong wind today. Well, I could have this in a tournament, so I'm going to do, I'm going to learn from this day, you know, but so I might go up and down in my scores, but I think ultimately the longer you bang your head against the wall, the quicker you are to probably fall apart, uh, physically. And yeah. then once you fall apart physically, that has a draining effect mentally, and then both are down. And then that's where you're in that, that, that range for slump. So, you know, my, my combat to that is I, I just don't ski as much, right? Like, so I'm yes. probably, I'm going to go down the line a little bit differently, but, um, I'm going to take more days off because I know that I can't bang my head against the wall, but as I'm listening to you and I'm evaluating how I've done things in the past, 
uh, I'm really intrigued by this path and, and, uh, I'm, I, I will be applying this to my skiing this summer as well. So, you know what I mean? Like uh, it, you, yeah. you, you can't ever stop learning. I mean, it's just, I mean, my way yeah. and your way, I just, you know, the way you're, the way you paint that for me, I'm like, yep, I'm in, I'm, this is, this is my new deal. I got hurt. I was injured a lot last year just on over skiing and skiing at the wrong times and, and trying to have a too big an ego and, and an aging body. Wait, did I say that? No. <laughs> anyway, you know what I mean? I'm never aging. I'm still, I'm still 20. <laughs> but, uh, but, but yes, you have to have a game plan. So I want to hear more about this and I want to kind of understand, you know, and the other thing I, the other thing I just wanted to pull in is for people, you know, when we're talking about tournaments, it, it, this could, you, your tournament could just be when you ski with your buddies on, on Saturdays. Exactly. Okay. Yes. So you can apply this to, if you're a course skier, you can apply this to, to, uh, just when you're hanging out with your buds and, and make, make a day that's, that's, uh, important to you and say, oh, this is going to be our tournament day and we'll see how yep. we all do to, today, you know, or just like you said, I, I want 10th at, 10th at regionals, right? Like that, that might be one of your goals. One of your goals might be to, ski in a tournament for the first time, you know, like something like that. The next one might be like, you've got some, whatever, let's just say you've got some guys that are, that are nationally ranked in your, in your class. You're just getting into tournaments. And, um, so yeah, there's a huge gap between, you know, maybe you're just running something, you know, 30 miles an hour, 15 off. And the guy in your division that's winning is running into 38 off. I mean, it's just like a huge gap, but that doesn't mean that you can't set goals. Like I want to run, you know, X amount of 28 mile an hour passes in tournaments this mm -hmm. summer so that I have more, so that I have more opportunities at my hardest pass. Cause that's what I really want to improve on. Or you could say, well, last year when I skied in tournaments, my best finish was a, was a seventh at my local Sun 10 tournament. So, you know, this year I, I want to get up to fifth. If I got to fifth this year, I would feel like I made good strides, you know, exactly. so you can, you can relate this stuff to, to anything. And if you're a free skier, it's the same thing. You know what you're doing out there. You know, when you're skiing smooth, you know, when things are going well. You know, you can set different goals, uh, for out there. Maybe it's, you know, I want to be able to do 10 great cuts back to back to back to back without any, without any, uh, hiccups, you know, or, you know, I mean, maybe that's, maybe that's a little bit hard to strive for, but you know what I'm saying? Like you can yeah, find sure. goals, you can find goals to, to get out there. So, you know, um, it's really important to, uh, always try to keep focus on, on, what you're doing on the water because it helps to it helps to accelerate your growth and that's really what makes skiing so fun is that you can have growth every yeah. year of your ski career yeah yeah for sure yeah and it is and, and so again like you're talking about you know um applying this to non-tournament skiers or 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 even non-core skiers the same thing so then i mean your goals you're, you and you said it perfectly i mean you can still have your your qualitative goals meaning okay i want to have strong cuts and smooth turns and my quantitative goals i want to be able to do 10 or 12 in a row and so then it's gonna be the same thing so then like map that out okay when am i gonna i mean am i gonna do that in the first set of the year no and that's not even my intent the first set of the year i want to have smooth weight crossings and then i want to have smooth turns and by you know by august i want to be skiing my best so um, so back to, you know, as it relates to, to, you know, to, to the tournament crew. Um, so you're going to have, you're going to have your, your, your stepping stones. You're going to have your goal. So you're gonna have your, your three or four, or, or even if it's just one major tournament that like where that's where you want to be skiing your best. So that first tournament of the year, 
knowing knowing what its purpose is. Its purpose is really only to feed that August tournament. So, you know, you can you can relieve some of the pressure of of trying to have max performance at at these early tournaments or at every tournament for that matter, because because it, according to the goals you've set, they're really not that important. So, you know, if if I go back to you know some of the seasons that this has worked the best for me. That first tournament of the year, where, where typically I'd be all nervous and and people, man, people want to see me run, you know, X buoys at whatever, and and like, oh man, but that went away because I didn't care about that tournament. That that tournament wasn't even all that tournament. All that first tournament was was in my mind. Now that I was able to to set, you know, really structured goals, was okay. This this is is, you know, and 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 I say like dock start. Um, Start, sorry, starting dock practice. I, I I need to be on a starting dock, and and really that's all that that's all that tournament was serving for me. Um, you know, if, if I knew I was going to ski, you know, be skiing the best in October at a record tournament in Florida somewhere for because that was my goal for that year. That first tournament of the year, this is man, this is just starting dock time. Or or even, you know, go forward a few years from there. You know, one of the probably twenty eighteen is when I did the best job of of, of this setting these goals and just letting letting every practice set and every tournament leading up to you know, for me that year was the over 35 worlds. That's where I was going to be skiing my best. And and all these tournaments didn't really matter. I'd go to regionals where in the past, again, I would have been so nervous, but I'm like, no, this is, this is just getting on a starting dock. So when whatever that tournament was in December, when December rolls around, I've been on 15 starting docks and I went through my pre ski warm up and my, and my visualization and everything is, you know, identical. And I'm so dialed that come December, it's already, it can start to feel like it's scripted for you by the time you get there and you can take away a lot of the stress and, you know, and, 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 then come tournament day, whenever, you know, if that was, if that's your regionals that this year I'm busting the top 10, you've done everything, you know, most people, you know, they, they, they get the physical part and, and, and they even get the mental part and, you know, but controlling like the emotional part and, and, and this can really help. And again, this can really help reduce some of the stress because you've scripted this thing, you've followed the script and, you know, if it works, it should have worked. And if it doesn't work, then, okay, we're going to change our script for next year. Um, so what do you, what do you do? So let's just say, and you've got a lot of experience with this. So um, you've got your, we'll just say, you know, you've got your three major tournaments. Let, let's say, you know, I want to do well at states. I want to do well at regionals. I want to do well at nationals. So when you come back from a tournament and you met your goal and you've got two weeks until the next tournament, what, what's, what's your move between those two tournaments? And, and like, because I think we can learn a lot from, from what someone like you would do in this scenario. And, and then our, you know, we can add that into our script. How do you, how do you handle that? Those, the, the stretches between tournaments? Well, uh, it can be very different. Uh, um, it can be very different feeling depending on how your tournaments went. But the way you led that saying, I went out, I've, I reached my goal of the tournament that I just skied in. I've got another tournament in two weeks. And how am I going to how am I going to approach this next two weeks? Uh, you know, well, coming right off of that tournament for me, I know that I will have uh, I will have pushed myself physically and mentally. So I'm going to take probably Monday, Tuesday off probably just stay off the water, think about some stuff, maybe, uh, watch some video of, of, of me skiing in that tournament or, or, or I'm going to go ride my bike or I'm going yep. to go play some golf with 
my bro or my kids or something like that, just to, just to keep it real. Because if you're already there, you're there. And then, you know, and so you skied well, I'm going to stay with my physical off the water training. You know, for me, that's, you know, doing some lifting in my home gym might be, you know, if other people are doing CrossFit, whatever, but I'm not so focused as to like, I got to get back on the water. I got to be skiing because I just went and, you know, what we've said before, tournaments are your test. So if you went and you ace the test, then, um, you know, that you're on the right path. You should, it should be confidence inspiring to you and it should be a building block. Um, so in my opinion is we don't need to rush right back into got to get back on the water, got to get training, got to get this. Yeah. So the, the, the flip side of that is when you have a bad tournament, and bad tournament just means you didn't reach the goal that you want. There's never a bad tournament ever. I mean, you can walk away learning something. If you learn something, it's not a mm -hmm. bad event. And so that's a really poor term terminology. It's kind of like pull out instead of edge out. Right. So, yeah. And, but it's the, what you just said is so, so, so important though. Like in, and, and that's, and I'll, I'm going to interject quickly, but that's, mm -hmm. that's something I stress all the time. There's there, there, the only bad tournament or bad set is the one that you didn't put a hundred percent of your, of your mental and emotional effort into. Um, and that's, that's the only way to describe a bad set or, or a bad tournament round. And, and like, and it's something, excuse me, something you need to remember is that every single set, every single time you're on the water, except for the ones I mentioned where you're not invested emotionally, um, or mentally, that that's a set you needed to have to reach your end goal. So even if you go out and ski, you know, quantitatively like crap, like the numbers sucked. It, that's mm -hmm. still a set you needed to have. That, that wasn't a wasted set unless you wasted it by not being, you know, not being a hundred percent present, but, um, but yeah, go ahead. Yeah. So, I mean, what can, what can you learn? What can you learn from what, what just happened? You know, a tournament is a way to put your, put your skills on the line in, you know, what some might call a pressure situation and, um, others seem to not feel the pressure that much, but I think everybody feels something. Um, and so you come home and you evaluate. So the person who went out and did not reach their goals and is not happy about their, uh, what do you call it? Qu quantitative score. Yeah. Sorry. I'm learning your language, bro. I like it <laughs> again. I'm in a, I'm in a college course here. Um, so, you know, for those people that didn't reach their goals, the tendency is to come home and say, I got to train harder. I got to train harder. I got to, I have, I mean, yeah. coming, evaluating my skiing in the past, personally. And then those uh, people that I trained with, uh, those people that I coached, you know, training harder seems to be a thought that people have. And I just couldn't disagree more on that. And, and, and trust me, it took me a long time to understand this. You can't put more try in your game and have your output be higher. You need to have a better game plan to your, yeah. to your game so that you can build there. So anyway, e even if I come, if I have a, if I have a not great tournament, if I have a not great tournament, I'm way more, uh, I'm way more probably my, my, my highest percentage is that I'm going to take a few days off anyway to let that go. Right. Yeah. Like I don't, I don't want to yeah. go into my next set feeling like I just, I can't do what I want to do and it's never going to work. And how am I ever going to get there? If any of those things are in my head, I'm a, I'm not skiing. Uh, if I am skiing, I mean, if it's just like, it's a ski day, then I'm going to go back and do some 32 offs. I'm going to switch this thing up. 32 off is my opener. So I might just run six openers, 
set a goal of, you know, that I want to, you know, make a turn this way or, you know, link my gate better mm -hmm. or something like that. And just, just find, find that build back up, you know, where you just have some, you need to build, start, start again and start building yourself back up the ladder. Yeah. So, so, but regardless, I think both of the, both of the things is, you, and, and what I wanted to get back to one of the things you said earlier, which is you don't see a guy at nationals who, uh, he, he obviously had to ski regionals in the last season open, but these people, I, I think the people you see, uh, achieving their goals, they're not just skiing one or two tournaments. They're, they're people that are out there. They're exposing themselves to those situations so that you have basically like more, more, you know, stripes on your, on your belt, you know, and the more stripes you have on your belt, the more comfortable you're going to be. I remember sitting at a nationals and in open and, you know, some of these younger open guys are, or it's maybe their first year or second year skiing in open nationals. I remember that. I remember what it was like. It was terrifying. Oh, yeah. It was terrifying <laughs> in a way. It was terrifying in a way, but I, but I think I, I liked my path. I did really well. So, but I just remember sitting there and they're like, how are you? They're like, are you nervous? And I'm like, you know, to be honest with you, us nationals, this is the least nervous I'll be all year. And they look at me like, huh? And I'm like, you guys, I'm trying, you know, I'm, I'm on, you know, I'm traveling the world skiing professional events where I'm getting paid to do this stuff. I'm here at nationals. This is an amateur event and, um, yeah, it's the, it's a one round event, but that's how all of our events really are. You got to go out and be able to put it on the line. So for me, this is one of the more relaxing events I ski all year. And weirdly enough, the only other event that I found very relaxing and uh, not intimidating is worlds because I view it the huh. same way. I have a much different yeah. view on worlds than most people do. It's not a professional event. So for me, I always went into worlds feeling more relaxed. I know it's a big deal. And, you know, in, in, um, in retrospect, looking back on my career, I have a couple of uh, medals from worlds and I know you do. And those, those are, are very cherished. So it, it, it happens to be like the way you actually look at things and, and it can change the way that you can actually perform in them. So, yeah. you know, if you skied a bunch of tournaments, then when you get to nationals, you're like, Hey, I've skied, you know, 12 of these this year. Like this is nothing different. I'm just going to go out and do what I do. Yeah. And, um, you see a lot of pro skiers that they're, they're grabbing, they're grabbing tournaments as much as possible, whether they be local, whether they be record tournaments, whether they be professional tournaments, semi-professional tournaments, whatever it is, they're on the water a lot. And you see those skiers typically have, um, a higher average score than um, some of the other skiers that don't ski as many of events. Yep. 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 So, um, you know, we're just <laughs> Sidebar talking about like, nation. Yeah, man, I'll, I'll go in a rabbit hole all day. Uh, you know, and, and I think like we're talking about, you know, we, so you come back on a Monday after having, you know, you don't want to say bombed a tournament, but after having not met that goal, I think that's when this, this full season plan that that's when this it's, it's the most valuable. It's like a, it's a, it's a lifeline. You know, you come back, okay, I, I, this, you know, I didn't hit, I didn't hit my goal this weekend. I've got, you know, 14 days until my next tournament, stay the course, right? Um, you, you can reassess and reevaluate. Okay. What, what was missing last weekend? Was it, was it preparation leading up to the tournament or was it something on, you know, on the game day itself? But it just, it just kind of, it just kind of steadies the boat when you, when you have, when you have this plan, because it's like, it's really easy to come back from a tournament and thinking, okay, like scrap everything that didn't work. Like where, where, like where, you know, where am I, where am I going to go with this thing? And then you end up just banging your head and banging your head. Yep. If you have, 
you know, a full season plan. So all these tournaments marked out. And then what I like to do, you know, as when people are, you know, writing out this, this season plan is just, you know, before tournament X, like, you know, 10 days before that tournament, where would you like to be in terms of, um, you know, like a, a quantitative measure and a qualitative measure. So, you know, 10 days before that tournament, you want, I want to make sure that my gates are feeling close to perfect every single time. And I want to make sure I'm running my 32 off every time. And then, because so, again, then a month before that tournament, you you can relax and stay the course and keep working on the, on the steps that are going to get you where you want to be. Mm-hmm. Um, we can just take a lot of panic out of this whole thing when, uh, when you have a, like a real succinct plan. Um, well, yes. thinking back, Go ahead. Well, I was just going to say, I think, I think we, we're laying it out there, but we're also doing a lot of sidebars. So ultimately like this, the quick, the quick, quick to get us back to, to center is, you know, okay. So let's just say the nationals, the national skier, you know, you're going to, you know, you're going to ski the national, you're going to know you want to, hopefully you're qualified. And if you're not, you're going to try to qualify. So, but you, you still have to have the nationals, you know, on your, on your radar. That means you have to have regionals. Um, most likely you might as well add in states there and then you need to back up and try to add some events in along the way, your local events, um, you know, whether that be record tournaments for high level skiers or just, uh, class C events, it really doesn't matter. The point is that you're putting, and, and, and if you're not a tournament skier at all, then, then choose two Saturdays a month that you and your buds say that this is tournament day. If you miss, you're done. And who wins, you know, I don't know if you're, if you guys are beer drinkers who wins, they get a six pack of beer or, or, um, you know, let's keep track of this. And at the end of the year, you know, we're all putting five bucks in or 10 bucks or 20 bucks or whatever it is. And, and just, just put a little something there so that when you do go out and if you, if you do well, you're, you know, you're, you're working towards, towards that end goal. And if you do not as well, you're, you're going to be motivated to, to come back the next week and, and do better. But so the point is we want to, we want to set up, set ourselves up with, with tournaments along the way, which are in my, in my mind, they're just kind of a, a, a check-in to see where you really are. And then we want to, then we've got to talk about what we're doing in between those events and how we're building towards the next event that's coming and looking down the line towards the ultimate goal of what our season's all about. And, um, so that, I just wanted to make sure that we're just kind of understanding like what, yeah. what we're trying to do here. You know, we want to set yourself up. You can have a tournament early in the season, even when you're not skiing great. That's, that's the, that's the wonderful thing that 100%. I liked about what, what you said, what, what you said, Trent, because you're, you're just saying, Hey, let's get out there and let's see where we are at this point of the game. This is not, this isn't the final. This is like a, this is like a, this is like a quiz. You know, these early season, these early season tournaments are the quiz and we want to be ready for the final you know? And so maybe all your grade is on the final. I mean, I just, I mean, that's just kind of how it works. So, okay. Back to, back to, back to the podcast. I think the, I think the, to me, the most important thing is what's happening in between. It is, you know, how I said, we're going to take Monday, Tuesday for me, I'm going to take a Monday and Tuesday and just kind of do things that, um, are fun and, and lighthearted in my mind. And, and, and I'm going to, I'm going to evaluate what happened in the tournament, but now, we've got now I've taken, I took a couple of days off. What are you doing right after the tournament? Is it anything different than what I did? And then also what, how do you look at the next part of the weeks, you know, leading up to the next event? Yeah. Well, and again, it's going to depend on, on a few factors. Like one is how, you know, the spacing between the events, but, but, um, but you know, if let's just say I, I ski really well at regionals and nationals is two weeks away. Um, 
I'm going to decidedly take take a breather. And, and even if that's even if that doesn't mean you know if I'm not the type of guy that can stay off the water for three or four or five days in a row, that's fine too. You can ski, but I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to like lower my intensity a little bit. Um, you know, it's, I'm not a, I'm not a guy that does a a lot of back-to-backs, um, meaning repeating the same pass over and over and over, but, but there's two instances I will. One is when I'm skiing really, really, really well and I need to, and I want to sustain it, um, for a long period of time being meaning like weeks. Um, and then the other time is actually when I'm the exact opposite end of the spectrum. If I just feel like I've just lost my swing, I've just, I, you know, I, I've just, I've lost my line. Um, then I'll do easy passes, um, over and over to try and refine those things. But I guess my point of where I was going with this is, is I will, I will decidedly purposefully take a, a little bit of a downturn in my performance. Like if I'm just say, you know, I, I'm running, running 41, running 41, running 41. And, and I know that, you know, a big event is coming up three weeks down the road, then I'm going to be like, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to just back way off this thing. You know, I'm going to take a couple of days off. I may only ski two days a week. Um, because that, you know, that, that's something I'm comfortable with, but even if you're not comfortable with that, then just, just let it down swing a little bit so you can catch it again on, on, on the up on as the tournament gets closer. You know, I, I want to feel, I want to feel good that four or five, sets before a tournament, you know, I don't need, I don't need to be, to be redlining 15 sets. I don't need to be doing it for weeks and weeks and weeks, you know, and it's, it's a little easier on your body too, if you can just take a downturn. So, and again, if you've got this whole thing mapped out in front of you that you know where and when you need to be skiing your best, you can confidently, comfortably just turn the, you know, turn the volume down a little bit. Just, just let off the gas for a moment because you know, you're exactly where you want to be. Right. I mean, for you, maybe that might be that you go, uh, for, for a guy like you, Trent, that, that runs 41, that might be that, uh, you go out, you go down the line, you go 32, 35, 38, 38, you know, or something like that. Like you don't, you just don't have to push so hard, but you'd also don't have to be, you know, it's not mindless skiing. This is not going out and just, oh, I'm just going to ski a bunch of my easy ones and go in. Like you're still working on the things that you need to work on. Um, Trent, what about, what about as, well, I mean, I think, I think we've got a, I guess I, I wanted to get a little more into this, but I think we might need to do this in another episode, which is what does it look like the week before, before an event? And so maybe we should, should keep that in the, in the books and, 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 and whatnot, but, uh, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm really getting into this. So <laughs> it's fun. <laughs> I, I just man. think it's like, fun. just, I, I just think bottom line, map this thing out. And again, like the, the, the more detailed, the better, you know, and just, again, you know, you don't need to, you don't need to have a, a, an exact plan of, okay, I'm going to run X buoys on Tuesday, X buoys on Wednesday, you know, cause you don't want to set yourself up for, for, you know, possible repeated failure, but, but just know, here's where I'm going to, here's where I'm going to max out. Here's my, here's the times that I'm, I'm going to peak this summer. Here's where I want to be 10 days before that peak. Um, and then just let the season take care of itself. Just don't, just don't go in blind because just from experience, man, it's, a as soon as the wheels fall off, they fall off for good. You know, people always, people always talk about that, this midsummer slumps. And I was like, that, that's not even, that's not a real thing unless, unless you, you know, you, you, you prescribed it unless you, you know, you, you just had, you know, such a lack of planning that, that this is where you are, you know? So, you know, planning some highs, um, planning some, some nice, comfortable, um, we're going to say lull in a, in a positive, you know, frame, not negative. And, uh, 
you're going to find that your stress levels are going to drop. Um, every set is going to be more enjoyable just because you, you have a, you know, a real, um, well-defined, um, plan for the, for the entire summer. 